Yeah. What? You know what time it is. What? Come on, come on, come on, say kick it. Kick it. Uh 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 Come on, I come on, I come kick it. Come on, kick it with key. Come on, kick it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kick it. Come on, I say kick it. We in the wilderness, y'all. Wilderness, y'all. Wilderness, y'all. Um, all right, we're recording, and I didn't even know that. Um, <laughs> rewind, rewind, rewind. Um, <clears throat> what I want to talk about today? Oh, on my list is the wilderness experience. So, uh, I don't know if any of you are, um, if you're churchgoers, if you read the Bible. Um, but the terminology wilderness experience, um, is all throughout or the idea of the wilderness experience is all throughout the Bible. Um, and, um, essentially what it is, is this period of time where you kind of feel lost. So imagine yourself in the desert in the middle of nowhere the sahara or maybe the california desert and um you know there's literally nothing no life or no one around you and um you just kind of feel lost you know you don't really know which direction to go so that you can get back to civilization um you're lost and so this the idea of being in the wilderness um, and I guess the, the, this, com- the comparison or this, this notion of being in the wilderness, um, or the stories of being in the wilderness have a lot to do with us just kind of not really knowing what direction we're going in, in life. And so, um, I put up a post on Instagram the other day about embracing the wilderness um, and the specific post was embrace the wilderness experience. Embrace. Let me, let me try it again. Rewind, rewind, rewind. <laughs> embrace the wilderness experience. It is shaping your destiny. And, um, I've been in a wilderness experience once or twice, 35 times in my life. Um, where I just didn't know where I was going or what I should be doing in that moment. And, um, you know, I would probably say like maybe three months ago. Um, and even from time to time as I transitioned out of my regular job into owning a business, that there have been a ton of wilderness experiences, you know, like just me being lost, like, you know, at least once a week, I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Go find a job, man. Dude, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, and then like, you know, the next day or a couple of days after that or the next week, you know, something like affirms that I am. Something will happen that will affirm that I'm I am on the right path and I'm doing that what I'm supposed to be doing according to my purpose. Um but yeah, you know, like this whole idea of, you know, just kind of being in this place and being lost 
And, you know, so like I always try to find or put a positive spin on different things in life. You know, and, and my thought behind that is what do I have to lose? You know, like if I'm already like in the hole, if I'm in debt, you know, or, you know, like I don't know where I'm going or what I'm doing. And it seems like everything is against me. What does it hurt me to think, you know, or spin it so that, you know, it's a it's more positive. It doesn't hurt me. It doesn't cost me anything. You know, some call it delusion. Hey, listen, (laughs) I call it making myself feel better about the about the situation that I'm in. And honestly, man, I think that there are a ton of lessons in life, you know, that, you know, that we learn. And sometimes it requires a desolate place, whether that is, you know, psychologically or whether that is physical, you know, like being in a place where, you know, you just don't know what's happening and you can't see a way out and you're just kind of wandering around trying to figure stuff out, you know? So like, I, I love the idea, this idea that God is kind of the ultimate Mr. Miyagi and he sets us up in like these situations and there's no way he's going to let any harm or anything happen to us. He really is putting us in a situation so that we could learn a lesson so that we can grow um, so that we can get better. And that's the spin that I like to, to put on a bunch of things. That's the spin I like to put on things that happen to me. You know, like I really love to think about it that way Um, because it just, I don't know, it just makes me feel better. (laughs) You know, like there might not be any answers. There's a bunch of stuff that I need to know about the future of Chocolate Fit Club and um, and me as a psychologist. And um, there's a bunch of insight that I would love to. Hey, God, if you if you get a shot today, can you you know give me a little peek into what your plans are, I would love to have that peak. And I do good with that peak. Um, and 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 here's here's my approach. In addition to thinking positively, I look for that peak. I look for that insight. Even if it's a little bit, even if it's a little bit that will get me excited and get me hopeful about how things one, I know that things are just going to turn out well. I know that they're going to turn out well. Um, and if you believe in God, you know, you know, he promises us that it will turn out well. All things will work together for the good of those who love him. So, you know, like I know it's going to turn out well. So, dude, stop tripping. Stop tripping and get the Mr. Miyagi messages, you know, paint the fence. You don't realize that you are training to become a complete badass, you know, like paint the fence, you know, wax, wax on, wax off. You know, you think, oh, man, God, just uh, here I am in the wilderness and here I am painting the fence or waxing on, wax off. 
But then at the end, like you, you, like, you know, like, man, you know, karate. <laughs> I mean, listen, I think that it's just, I, <laughs> this might, this might seem silly to you. Um, and you know, I don't care. I think they, I think that you get the point though. The point is, um, is to, I think that there is, um, hope in embracing, you know, the things that look desolate or the things that don't look so promising. Um, and really trying to figure out what it is that God is trying to teach you. You know, I love, I would love to be just completely prosperous all the time. But there is something special about being in the position of like having to figure something out um, and learning the lesson. And maybe I'm just weird that way, but I like to learn lessons. And so anyhow, the point of me talking about this whole wilderness experience thing is to kind of make you think about it in a different way. And to spin it so that um, you have a more positive outlook on um, on th- things that are quote unquote, unquote bad for you. Um, <laughs> quick story. I had a friend um, and they were just always talking about being in the wilderness. God, deliver me from the wilderness. Deliver me. And um, it went on for a really, really long time. And I'm not as close with this person as I used to be. Um, and chances are the wilderness is still happening um, for them. And um, I think that uh, it's it's partly because they keep asking to be delivered from the wilderness without actually learning what they're supposed to learn in the wilderness. You know what I mean? So, like, you know, I, I don't think that you move on to the next section without having learned what you were supposed to learn in this section. You know, typically it works that way, right? You know, when you learn, you know, when you learn computers, you know, or, you know, I, I think that God ultimately has this, this lesson plan for us. And, you know, like, you're trying to jump to chapter 10 when you haven't even learned what's in, you know, the, the preface, like, (laughs) you know, or like you haven't, you know, like you don't, you don't even know what's in chapter one yet. So like you can't even handle what's going on in chapter 10 or chapter 20 because you haven't even learned what's in chapter one yet. So slow down, learn what you're supposed to learn. And, you know, I think that, um, I don't know that there's like an accelerated, you know, there's not an accelerated course. I think we all start where we, where we are. Right. So when I was in like grade school, I'm all over the place. Y'all, I apologize. Um, when I was in grade school, you would take an assessment test and you were placed in, uh, the class that was, that was closer to your learning ability or like your learning level. Right. So like there was, you know, kind of the, I hate to, what's the, what's the right word? Um, I, okay. So there was kind of slow, medium, fast. That's the best, best way I can put it. And I'm not calling people in that class slow, 
but that's the level that they came in at or like maybe it's uh one two three let's just say one two three right or three two one um so like you take the placement and you are the based on that placement you are um placed um where you test in at so um i think that's kind of what god does for us like based on like where we test in at you know so like we are given like these natural abilities by him and um like he knows what we can do and he knows what we can handle <clears throat> and he places us where we need to be he places us in the right class based on where we need to be and this is all the more reason why you should not compare yourself to anybody else because we all have different abilities and different skills you know so like if in I'm, I'm terrible at math i will always be placed in at the bottom ranking of math just not that great at it but i'm really good at reading reading comprehend reading comprehension um and you know things that have to do with like you know kind of talking speaking you know that kind of stuff right um and math is just not my my natural ability you know but um i think that we all come in with different level at different levels at different natural abilities you know so i shouldn't feel bad about who i am because i'm not good at math you know like i can't compare myself to the next person because they're better at math at me because I might or probably am better at reading than they are. So, you know, it just kind of works out that way. And we have to kind of just deal with, you know, the cards that we are are dealt. And focus really and focus on making ourselves better at the things that we're we're good at. I'm really all about that right now. Stop trying to be better at the stuff that you're bad at. The stuff that you're not good at. Stop trying to be better at it. You're just, you're wasting time. Focus on the stuff that you're good at and get better at that stuff. And then that's what you focus on. That's what you build your career around. You know, that's what you build your esteem around. Stop it with that nonsense. So anyhow, wilderness experience. It's it's really important to embrace it. It's making you better. I guarantee that it's making you better. And just like with anything, you get out of it what you put into it. You know, so if you decide that you are going to learn the lesson that you are supposed to learn during this wilderness experience, you'll leave the wilderness experience having learned what you're supposed to learn so that you can move to the next level. If you decide that you are just going to wallow in in the pity of the wilderness ex- experience. Now, listen, we all do that. We all do that. Like, it's tough. Uh, it's tough going through the wilderness. It's tough not knowing stuff um, or, or how things will turn out or, you know, being worried about, like, how you're going to eat or pay bills and all that stuff. It is tough. You know, so and we're human, so we all succumb to it, you know, and I listen, (laughs) 
there have been some wilderness experiences in my house where I just didn't feel like, you know, as it relates to starting this business and growing this business, where I didn't want to get out of the bed. You know, I'm just keeping it real. You know, but, uh, you know, like, it's... So we all are guilty of that. You know, we all are susceptible, you know, to to those moments. You know, but... What I'm asking you to do is to focus and uh, to focus on the good stuff, focus on learning the lessons um, and really get involved in, you know, this process. Like, you know, this isn't a process where you're being beat up on or bullied or anything like that. This is here for you. You know, it's kind of like school. It's kind of like working out. Maybe that's the best comparison, you know. I started working out. I worked out with a bunch of people, you know, I I never felt like my trainers were like trying to beat me up or punish me or anything like that. Like the pain felt like punishment, but it was, you know, it's self-inflicted punishment. It's not something they're doing to me. It's something that I signed up for. (laughs) So who am I going to blame if I'm the one who, signed up for it if i'm the one who volunteered for this experience i can't blame them you know i can only blame me and i have the decision to continue to to bear that or and and put up with the pain or i can leave you know um but you know i decided to stay and embrace the experience and realize that it was making me a better person so anyhow Embrace your wilderness experiences, you know, like I guarantee you, you will not lose your. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, that will that will not be the theme. (laughs) That will not be the theme song of, of your life, because I guarantee you that you will win. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Be consistent embrace what's happening in that moment and attempt to look at the situation as the glass half full instead of being of the glass half half empty um spin it you know make it work for you learn what you're supposed to learn so, so that you can move to the next level all right embrace the wilderness experience that's all i got for you today i am out Peace out, peace out, peace out. All right. Um, follow me on, or not. You don't have to follow me on anything. If you're already following me, I love you. I thank you. If you're not already following me, I love you and I thank you. Um, I'm putting positive vibes out there, okay? I'm a positive person, putting positive vibes out there. Um, yeah, again, we focus on followers and all that stuff a little bit too much like (laughs) on another note before i go you know just stop letting followers determine your value stop doing that that's not cool you know so much so that like they're like businesses built around getting more followers like i get all these like things in my email or like on Instagram or whatever, you know, get more followers. Why get more people that I don't know. So I have the appearance of looking important. Stop it. 
Stop it. Hey, okay, another little side note. Um, maybe I should call this the rant rant minute. Cause it seems like the last minute of my last minute of my podcast have been just like rants about stuff. Um, yeah, the the comparisons like to other people and what they're doing versus what you're doing. Stop it, stop it. Your approach is incredibly unique. It's all your own. Nobody can be like you. If you think that somebody has already done it, or if they're doing it. Um, if they're doing the same thing that you're doing, it's okay because there are always people out there that need help, you know, or that need you and your unique approach, you know, so stop the comparisons, be you, do you, nobody else can do you like you can do you. All right. And there are going to be people that are attracted to you just because you are you. You know, like I'll never be. Shalene's my homegirl. Shalene Johnson, shout out. It's my homegirl. My sister from another mister. Um, that woman is just so freaking incredible to me and to a bunch of people. Like she'll be like one of those people, like, you know, at the end of her life that like there'll be thousands and thousands of people that like come and celebrate her because she has helped so many people. And then at the same time, she has this incredible, unique ability to make you feel special. It's crazy. It's crazy. I know she's incredibly busy. I try to stay out of her way, you know, and I only text her when I need stuff, you know, but like, you know, every time she's there for me and she's always bigging me up and shouting me out. Big up, big up. She's always bigging me up and shouting me out. And uh, I love her. I love her. But, you know, like the people that Shalene appeals to aren't they might be the same people that I appeal to or not. And that's cool. You know, like if she ends up helping 10,000 people. That's no greater, that's no less or no greater than me helping 10 people, you know, like those people are still getting help and you never know, like, you never know, like the effect that you're having on people and what that means generationally, you know, like if you help somebody and, you know, it's only like one of 10 people who, you know, that you've helped, um, and they go on to help like 10,000 people or a million people, whatever the case, that's a result of you. That's, that's, that's because of you. And then it's, it's a result of whoever helped me. So Shalene helped me and then I helped somebody and then they go on to help to help a bunch of other people. Listen, stop focusing on the numbers, man. Stop doing that. Like I got caught up in that game for a minute trying to, build more followers and, you know, like, you know, grow my email list till it was like tens of thousands of people. And, you know, no, that's, that's cool. That's cool. You know, um, you know, but I, I, you know, if, if it happens, the, my approach is that if it happens organically, I'd rather it be that way because I know that you are with me because, 
you know, I, you know, I'm, I am, I have the ability to help you or, or that, you know, we kind of relate to each other in a certain way. Um, and, um, so yeah, like, you know, I'm, I'm all about, you know, relationships and, and building like meaningful relationships. So it's not about followers. It's about meaningful relationships. Anyhow, I've done enough. And I've talked oh, enough. <laughs> I will talk to you soon. Yeah, yeah, Peace yeah. out. Kick it with Keith. I'm out. Peace. Kick it.